What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Talking with Beauties, episode 34 of the Wednesday News. Today, we got a lot of news to cover. We got Gerard Gallant. He's out of uh, New York. We got a new number one in college baseball, and Darnell Nurse is out of game five for Edmonton Oilers. But first, let's head into the MLB. So news out of the MLB. We got a couple of, couple big news, a couple injuries. But first, let's start off with retirement news. Matt Harvey, the Dark Knight, is announcing that he's going to be retiring. Uh, seventh overall pick in the 2010 draft. Uh, complied a 50-66 and 66 record with a 4.42 ERA. Spent most of his time in New York, six years. Really is known for being as the, the New York Met ace. Until he got a couple of injuries, bounced around the last couple last four years one year at kansas city los angeles angels uh cincinnati and baltimore good career for for harvey uh unfortunately just not really anything to to bring up too much near the end of his career kind of tampered it too much with the the injuries so just unfortunate news for him but hey have awesome time in retirement matt harvey he's done in baseball next up we got luis garcia he's gonna have tommy john surgery he is done for the season Big news out of Houston. They're already struggling right now, third in the in the division, and just looking to try and get on the bounce back here. So now losing Garcia to TJ, it's it's tough news for for Houston fans. Tough news for for the Houston uh, ball team. But hopefully, players like uh, Hunter Brown steps up and uh, trying to figure out how to get that rotation to get back in the win columns here. Now we got some record breaks. Shohei Otani passes Babe Ruth for the all time. Uh, strikeout list 502nd a couple nights ago he's first overall with uh, most strikeouts on a player who's hit over 100 strikeouts or, oh excuse me 100 home runs him and Babe Ruth are the only ones at at 500 and 100 so Shohei finally hitting that that mark just another record for him to break got news coming out of Texas Jacob DeGrom expected to miss two to three more weeks from the inflamed elbow that he suffered a couple weeks ago uh, unfortunate news for for DeGrom. It, it seems like the guy just can't stay healthy, so just unfortunate, and hopefully uh, he's able to get back into his New York Mets form for the team that, that paid him a lot of money, Texas Rangers. After yesterday, uh, Miami did beat Arizona, and they won 5-4. to four. But the more important thing is Miami sets a record for going 12-0 and in, in one-run games to start off a year. Great numbers to have if you're going to win these close games that's the that's the one you want to win Miami goes to 12 and 0 to start off the year after the big win yesterday uh today though Cincinnati did beat New York Mets and unfortunately this is the seventh shutout for the Mets this year and they've had eight shutouts all of last year so tough news coming out of New York a lot of tough news today uh, unfortunate news for the Mets the team is just struggling and they Seems to be even more in the struggle now. Last thing, the A's, they've reached an agreement to build a $1.5 billion stadium on a portion of the Tropicana Hotel site. Not too sure where that's at in, in Las Vegas. Haven't been in years, so could not tell you anything about it. And honestly, it just seems like it's just more and more news that Oakland is going to lose their baseball team, which is very sad for, for Oakland and and anybody who's who's an A's fan. But them going to Vegas might bring those fans back, might get more popularity for you, maybe makes them more relevant because they are not a relevant team. They don't even have a double-digit wins this year. So hopefully they, they're able to find a way to get more fans and more people wanting to go to those games because it's tough to get crowds to go to Oakland and watch watch games. The NHL. So as I said at the top of the, 
the episode, Gerard Gallant is out of New York. They have fired him. Gallant, honestly, has just been that kind of guy who's had a very good year and then all of a sudden doesn't meet expectations and he's gone. Did that in Vegas as well. I believe Florida was it before that, if not in between these. So uh, Gallant's been on the, the receiving end of some uh, tough games, tough tough blows, especially losing to New Jersey this last playoff series. And I would love to see Anaheim get Gerard Gallant. The only problem is I don't know if he's going to be a coach for the young kids. Uh, he seems like he's an older coach, uh, like older play style kind of thing. So he's good for like a team like New York, which I thought he would be staying for next season. But we'll see. Anaheim has a lot to choose from. I'm curious what uh, Verbeek thinks about um, Gallant and other candidates for that coaching job, though. But Gerard Gallant out of New York. Gabriel Landeskog. Landeskog, excuse me, is going to miss the 2023-2024 season, unfortunately. Underwent cartilage transplant surgery in his right knee. It's a really tough uh, surgery, really tough injury, a lot of rehab. Mark Mathot already already had it earlier in his uh, career. Tweeted out saying that he hopes he gets well, but never was able to get back to that that strength and that uh, speed for the NHL. So hopefully Landeskog is able to beat those odds but as of right now it does not sound very positive hopefully everything goes well hopefully the surgery is successful and he's able to get back stronger and better than ever because Colorado really needs their captain Philadelphia they made a lot of moves this right before the playoffs started they fired their their president of of hockey operations and their GM they hired two new guys Keith Jones is the new president of hockey operations and Daniel Breer is the new GM these are great moves. Keith Jones is great on television. I love Keith Jones. I think he's a great asset for Philadelphia. He's going to do great over there. Same with Daniel Briere. He's been quiet. He's been doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes on the, in the front office for teams. Him being the new GM of Philadelphia, I think is going to be great. Guy who's, who played for Philadelphia. The team loves him. Franchise loves him. So I, I love to see what Briere does for this team in the coming down in the future. Ryan Reynolds, his bid for the Ottawa Senators has reportedly been off. He was part of a one point, or excuse me, one billion dollar uh, bid. Unfortunately, it did not go through. It was some, I think it was rejected, and he's backed out of it. So unfortunate news for hockey because they're really excited to see if R- Ryan Reynolds get this, get this team. Other groups though that are still included, Snoop Dogg is one of them, and The Weekend is another one. So if we get one of these guys like The Weekend. Or Snoop Dogg, it should be a great, great thing for hockey. Get one of those big name uh, artists, celebrities into the the hockey world. Will bring the sport a lot of lot of fans, a lot more people just to be interested in it. So we'll see if Ryan Reynolds uh, maybe does find a way back in. But as of right now, he is out of the bid for the Ottawa Senators. And lastly, before we get into the draft, Darnell Nurse suspended one game for an instigator in the last five minutes of last night's game, Game 5 of the Edmonton Oilers versus Vegas Golden Knights. It was a very good fight. I will say that him and Haig were going hand-to-hand. A lot of uppercuts, a lot of, of punches that landed. Unfortunately, in the rule book, I did not know this, but if you make an instigator penalty within the last five minutes of the game, it's supposedly no matter what a one game suspension. I think it's just to cut down the fighting of the games, but it just kind of sucks seeing nurse being suspended. Edmonton fans are definitely going to be hurting for that. So hopefully Vegas is able to capitalize on that, but they're still waiting on Petrangelo's slashing. Cause he got a five minute major and a, and a 10 near the end of the last games for slashing. 
Leon Dreisaitl right on the wrist. I don't know if it was intentional that it would be on the wrist. I don't know if it was going to be just on the on the stick, but it was a mean slash. He got got the gate for it. He was done for the rest of the game. Unfortunately, unfortunately for him, it was only two minutes left in the game. But I would not be surprised to see a suspension, if not a heavy fine, for Petrangelo. So it might be two big defensemen not playing for either side. So it should be an interesting game five for those two. Draft lottery was on Monday, and... We got top five results, so we got the whole the whole draft um, rankings, but we'll go to the top five. So five spot, Montreal. Fourth spot, you got San Jose. Third spot is when we first had our movement. So we had zero movements all the way up to four spots. So four to 16 is exactly how you ended your regular season, which is astonishing knowing the odds that, that people can move up and down. So very odd that it, it turned out to be that way. But third spot... Columbus Blue Jackets, so they ended up having the second best odds to get the first overall. Ended up dropping one spot to Chicago, so Chicago, no matter what, is in the plus here. But Columbus, uh, just unfortunate news, they should be getting a good player no matter who they get at the top three. The first overall draft pick went to Chicago, the second overall draft pick went to Anaheim. So of course, Connor Bedard is going first overall. Chicago has a very good franchise player coming in now. It's unfortunate news for the rest of the league because you see this that nobody else is moving in the draft. All of a sudden, Chicago's from three to one. They had the third best odds. I'm not surprised that they got it because I've been emphasizing it to my dad. I don't know if I said on the podcast last episode, but we both agree Chicago was going to get this months ago just because they they don't want to see an original six team drop this bad. You had all the sexual assault um, case from two years ago, maybe with Kyle Beach wasn't treated very well. And the, no punishment whatsoever. All of a sudden, Chicago gets a top pick, gets one of the best players that coming out of this draft since McDavid and Connor Bedard. So I, it's just I feel like it, it was rigged. I don't really like the the outcome of the draft. I love that Anaheim still gets a second overall draft pick. I mean, Anaheim initially I was not happy, but Anaheim should be benefiting from this. They're gonna get a great player. They're gonna get Adam Fantilli most likely, a freshman out of Michigan University. 36 games played, 30 goals, 35 assists, 65 points. One of the best uh, college hockey player in the nation. So I think Fantilli is going to be great. You draft him, you let him play out a year or two with Michigan. Wait to see what happens in the centerman spot because he's a centerman. Anaheim is very filled filled up with the centerman position. You see who stays, who goes. Maybe Henrik goes. Maybe that frees up a spot. Maybe McTavish doesn't play nearly as much center. Maybe Grant's done with the contract. That frees up a spot for Fantilli. He comes in the lineup, maybe starts off as a third or second liner, and we'll see what Anaheim is able to do. It's just tough news that Anaheim was able was not only second in this draft to a generational player like Connor Bedard, who's going to Chicago, who's a it's the first overall draft pick since uh, they got Patrick Kane. So they haven't had many first overalls, but they got two generational players, and Bedard's gonna be one of those. But they were second in 05, and that draft was a Sidney Crosby draft. Really tough news to think about because you, you see him go back-to-back second overalls in two generational players. We have Crosby, who's still playing, and he's going to be playing for another couple of years as well, winning multiple cups. And you got Connor Bedard, who's probably going to be just like Patrick Kane and win two or three more cups. So it's going to be tough news for Anaheim, especially watching it from the background. And as an Anaheim fan, it, it hurts a lot. But I'm very excited for Fantilli, as long as Anaheim does pick him. But also, you got good news. Anaheim yesterday 
was the first team in NHL history to have prospects named Defenseman of the Year in each of the three Canadian hockey leagues, the OHL, WHL, and the QMJHL, in the same season. So a lot of good prospects coming out for Anaheim, so I don't think they need a defenseman. So they just need some time. Just get, give it some time. Fantilli working alongside the WHL Defenseman of the Year, Olin Zellweger, QMJHL's Tristan Lanoue, and OHL's Pavel Mintzukov. Apologize, I know I said that last one wrong, but three very good prospects, all defensemen, with a position that I think needs to be um, improved on for sure. I, I mean, I think Anaheim's got has had really good defensemen. They've been drafting very good last couple of years, but it, it's time for them to start getting on the positives. And I feel like Anaheim's defensemen, if you give them a little bit more time, are going to be that team that you're going to look at the D man and you'll be like, oh my gosh, top three lines and. The, they, anyone could be a, a number one. So, really excited to see what Anaheim does. Just tough that they got second overall to Chicago. Quickly, let's get through a, a recap of what's going on in the series. So, New Jersey and Carolina. Carolina's up three to one. Game two went to Carolina's way. Six to one victory. Wasn't even close. Game three, New Jersey took the first game at home, eight to four. Game four, second game in New Jersey. Carolina won six to one. Game five right now is going right now. And Carolina just tied it up a couple minutes ago. New Jersey just scored to take the lead. 12.45 remaining in the second period. 2-1 New Jersey leads. And they're on the brink of, of elimination. So a very big win uh, tonight. We'll have this game going back to New Jersey and playing uh, in two days. Uh, you might be hearing this on Friday. So I think it's Saturday is game six. This series, though, is the first series in NHL history to have a goalie pulled in the first four games. Very surprising because both of these goalies going into it, you had Schmidt and Vanacek. Yeah, they were sharing the net a little bit last series, but Vanacek had to come in. He got yanked as well. Schmidt had to come in. Uh, on the other side, Anderson played really well, got yanked in the 8-4 loss, and uh, Petrokev or Petro Kokkinev or something like that, the, the Russian goaltender or Russian rookie goaltender uh, he had to come in as well. He gave up a few. So it's just a tough series for goaltenders this series. So hopefully uh, it's a little bit closer and at least a competitive game as it is 2-1 with 12 minutes left in the second. Florida-Toronto. Florida leads 3-1. I don't think a lot of people saw this. I had, I, Of course, I had Florida winning this series. But they were up 3-0, winning game 2, 3-2, winning game 3, 3-2 in overtime. And Toronto has gone on the brink of being a sweat, sweep team in round 2, which is uh, – Really mind-boggling, but Toronto wins it two to one yesterday on great goaltending from Joseph Wool. Uh, honestly, great goaltending from Bobrovsky. He had a bad bounce off the ref, ended up leading to a goal. So Toronto just making the best of him and he, staying alive, going one more game at least. Seattle Dallas that series is tied at two. They've been flip flopping. So Seattle took game one. Dallas won game two, four to two. Seattle won first game in in Seattle, seven to two. Dallas ended up winning game four, six to three. Game five is tonight, Thursday night. Hopefully I will get this out and you guys will be listening on Thursday night. If not, it will already happen. Let me know what happens. Game five will be in Dallas. So hopefully Seattle is able to win that, come back home and win back home in Dallas. Last series, Edmonton and Vegas. That series also is tied at two and has also been flip-flopping. Vegas winning game one. Game two going to Edmonton's way, five to one. Game three, Vegas winning five to one. Game four, Edmonton winning four to one. 
these games have not been close either. So it, it's crazy to see that round two has been so lopsided and not so many close games. The best series that we, we've had is the Florida-Toronto series, which has been back and forth the whole time. So hopefully all these series are going to be close. I'm really excited to see the West because it's 2-2, so anything could happen. Pretty much best two or three coming down to the last couple of games. College softball is wrapping up. Season's over. Starting the We are starting now the tournaments. So conference tournaments are starting up right now. But we got the AAC Pitcher of the Year. My friend Sarah Willis winning it unanimously. She threw a perfect game this year. Had a great numbers. Great job by Sarah. Awesome. I'm really proud of you, Sarah. Keep it up. Rankings, though, top five. We've got Oklahoma sticking with number one. UCLA still at number two. Florida State at three. Tennessee at four. And Washington sneaking up to the five spot, which it will fi- well, I'll tell you why, because we have upset alerts. So first upset, number 21, Baylor. Ended up sweeping number five, Texas. That's why Washington was able to sneak up there. Baylor winning nine to one, five to two, and two to one on the weekend. Number 20, Utah swept or excuse me, won two or three against Oregon, who was ranked 13th in the country, winning their first two games, Oregon winning game three. And the last one, Missouri, unranked, beating number 12, Arkansas. Arkansas won game one, nine to zero in five innings. But Missouri came out, won game two and three by a score of four to three and seven to six. Great job by Mizzou, uh, moving past uh, Arkansas there. Arizona State update, they finished off the season 22 and 26, Honestly, an atrocious conference. It was just not good for them in, in the conference play. And it, they lost two of, of the last three games of the regular season versus Oregon State, losing the last two games. Had the Pac-12 tournament game last night against Arizona. Ended up losing in five game, five innings, 13-4. to Arizona technically walked it off in the bottom of the fifth against Arizona State due to a mercy rule. Tough season for Arizona State. Tough season for those girls. And I'm hoping next season is a lot more positive i will say we got some news though alex petrangelo has been suspended one game for the slashing on leon dreisaitl at the end of the game so him and darnell nurse will be out for game five honestly kind of levels the playing field there so i'm not surprised he got suspended kind of surprised it's not more to be honest let's get into the rankings we got a new number one wake forest Ranked number one, LSU number two, Arkansas three, Stanford four, Vanderbilt five. Really big weekend for Stanford. They swept Arizona State, who was ranked 20th in the country and ends up winning the Pac-12 regular season. Upsets of the weekend. USC took two of three against number 17, Oregon, winning seven to two and 11 to four. TCU winning two of three against number 24, Cal State Fullerton, winning game two and three by a score of 13 to four and six to one. Auburn winning two or three against number one, LSU, dropping them to second in the rankings. LSU won 3-0 game one. Game two and game three went Auburn's way, 8-6 and 12-2. Florida ranked fourth going into the weekend, losing 2-0-3 to Texas A&M. They did win 6-5 on game one, but A&M winning 15-2 and 3-2 on game two and three. The last one we got is Kentucky unranked versus number three, South Carolina. And South Carolina got swept this weekend by scores of 7-3, 14-7, and 9-2. Big weekend for the Wildcats. Not surprised that South Carolina did drop in the rankings due to that. Arizona State update. Yeah, they did get swept this weekend by number 8 Stanford. Tough routing. Takes second in the Pac-12. Still very proud of these guys. These guys have been playing great right now. 
Nine, 29 and 18 record, though. They got a good bounce back weekend, though, hopefully. USC on the road this weekend, so we'll see. I don't know if uh, Arizona State is ready for them, to be honest. They've lost the last two series to Pac-12 play, and I'm hoping that it goes back to their way, but we'll see. Maybe uh, maybe USC is able to, to take two or three, but I'm really hoping Arizona State gets a good bounce back here. Games to watch on the weekend. Three games set for MLB. We got Pittsburgh versus Baltimore. Top teams in their conferences, or excuse me, in their divisions. Baltimore still, I think Baltimore, excuse me, is in second. So honestly, a really good set. I think Pittsburgh needs these wins more than Baltimore does. Baltimore is in a good good division, but I think Pittsburgh's going to struggle near the middle of the season. So I think all the wins they could get now is going to matter more. So good series, though, to watch this weekend. NHL. Game five, Florida and Toronto is on Friday, 4 p.m., a little earlier than the weekend, but weekend starts on Fridays for most people. So I got this game, game five. Game six should be Sunday if necessary. For softball, you got to choose Saturday. Saturday is conference championships for everybody. Games start at eight in the morning. Pretty much just pick and choose what teams you want to watch. Should be a good weekend for college softball. College baseball, another three-game set. We got number five, Vanderbilt, versus number seven, Florida. Vanderbilt playing well all season long. Florida coming off a lot of bad losses this last weekend, dropping in the rankings down to seven. Should have a good bounce-back weekend playing at home against Vanderbilt. Wouldn't, Wouldn't be surprised if Florida was able to take this one against Vanderbilt being the home team. But that will do it for this episode of Talking With Beauties, episode 34. Sorry that it's the Wednesday news on a Thursday. I was traveling this last um, this last week. So I'm back home, back in the, the, home, uh, the hometown today. So hopefully uh, it will be a lot easier for me to get these ones out now. So thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you later.